Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by proamsports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio 630 Chat. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you. It is 1234 in Edmonton, along with Mark Spector and Brendan Ulrich. Stauffer and Spector every Tuesday in Oilers Now for Horse Racing Alberta. Uh, live racing uh, Saturdays at Northlands Park, uh, which again, uh, Belmont Stakes. Uh, the big news, though, in New York. What's going on here, Spec? You're moving around. Uh, He's coming over where I am because uh, the third mic is not set up on the board right now. Oh, that's not good. That. There we go. We got you, Spec. Are you playing the role of a mime, or what's happening here? <laughs> uh, now you're up. Should we? Uh, here's here's what here's let's let's do full disclosure. So we had a little accident in our main broadcast studio today, and somebody spilt coffee on the board and fried the board. Is that what happened? Is that kind of what went 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 on? Now, Spec, you wow. know this from our old days at the previous radio station. Yeah. If that had happened with you and me. First of all, it would have been beer, not coffee. Right. Uh, but if that had happened with you and me, what would have happened? Yeah, we'd have been paying for that. We would have been paying for that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I think they only had one board back then. Yes. <laughs> and there would have been a, a good day of, like, no programming at all after that. Well, However, you know, it's funny. In a very professional place like 630 Chad, it still happens. Like, I'm going back to CJSR guys spilling coffee on the board. And it wasn't coffee. <laughs> yeah, back it was, then. It was a rather distinct order. And for some guys, it was just B.O. because uh, they didn't shower for oh, weeks at a time. It was a crazy place. It was a, it was a wild and crazy place. But back. it gave us a start. We wouldn't be here today, Bob. Absolutely. Some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow Sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Reminder that every Wednesday night is date night at Roos Chris where two can dine for $120. They had a unique show called Lavender Towers back in the day at CGSR which was uh, uh, put on by an alliance, a specific group. And, uh, Lavender li- Towers. Yeah, they like to make fun of uh, John Sexsmith and myself when we preempted them uh, yeah. doing Golden Bears games. So yeah, I remember they, those days. They, they, they made fun of the two uh, what do they call us? I think they called us breeders, uh, whatever that meant. Uh, anyhow, you can text us at 630-630, tweet us at Oilers now. Hey, Spec, a couple things to get to. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw, as you know, for a number of years on the show, on Fridays, we used to have Craig Button. Uh, Of course, now, uh, Bell owns 1260, the station that you and me both formerly were at. And uh, Craig does the Craigslist. It has just dropped right now. And speaking, speaking of dropping... Okay. We will tell you. So Button has Rasmus Dahlin, uh, the consensus number one pick at one. He's got Svechnikov at number two. He has Zadina at three and Kachuk at four. Those have been the, the sort of top four guys. Moving up, 
Jesperi Kokkaniemi, who led Finland to the U18 championship, he is now number five on the Craigslist. And this was a player really? that was 15, 16, 17 on a lot of the draft lists out there. Quinn Hughes, the undersized defenseman for Michigan at six. The other surprise from well, Kokkaniemi is not a surprise. This next player is. He's moved Barrett Heighton who played for the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. They got injured, banged up. They were the best team in the regular season all year in major junior hockey. Mm-hmm. He's moved height in the center all the way to number seven. Noah Dobson, who I have as high as four, he's got Noah Dobson, who led Acne Bathurst to the Memorial Cup Championship at eight, Evan Bouchard at nine, and Oliver Wallstrom at ten. I will tell you that if uh, the first nine guys are gone, the way uh, Craig has ranked these players, and the Edmonton Oilers get Oliver Wallstrom, uh, Keith Gretzky and Peter Shirelli will be running to the stage to announce his name because he might be the best pure goal scorer in the entire draft. So, uh, anyways, that button list is interesting, specifically because of the two centers, Kakanami and Heighton, moving up uh, to five and seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there is a player that has dropped right out of the top five, all the way down to 12, Adam Boquist. And, Boquist. and, and we've been talking about that on the show for the last couple of weeks, uh, that he has been sliding substantially. Big crop of undersized defensemen that can skate and move the puck, right? Yeah. Like, how, how uh, big is Boquist? Boquist is 5'11". Uh, five, five yeah. Hughes is 5'9". Right. Um, I interviewed uh, Smith. I interviewed Boquist and Smith. Uh, is Bo- he really 5'11"? He's 5... Yeah, they're like five, They're both like 5'10". Okay. Smith and, and uh, I'm just saying, I don't trust the numbers, what I'm saying. When, well, I, when I, I'm answer. sitting there standing interviewing both guys, That's and neither guy, you. right? They're not... I'm looking at them. I'm looking right at them. Uh, Smith, uh, you know, Boquist is Swedish. You know Swedish players. They speak English very well. They're intelligent. They're thoughtful guys. You, I would, I would, you know, there's a lot of reason to put stock in a Swedish defenseman. Right. Uh, now the Oilers have to. He's had wrist injuries, and he's had concussion issues, and mm-hmm. he has a higher offensive upside than Smith does Boquist. Mm-hmm. He's a right shot. Uh, he doesn't defend as well. Smith is really smart and didn't excel at the U18s, but had 73 points in the regular season of the WHL. Like, that's pretty good. Don't suggest to me that a draft eligible player, who's the number one pick in the WHL Bantam draft going back several years, represented by Edmonton's Jerry Johansson. So, he, Ty Smith, by the way, he has ranked at 22 hmm. on the Craigslist. Hmm. Uh, I'll have to have a conversation with some of those boys from uh, that agency. They're not going to be too happy with that list. But the big thing is the center's moving up to five and seven. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, there was an argument years ago where people said if you'd have just drafted off of Central Scouting's list for the last decade, you'd have a hell of a team. You know, uh, someone did the study once, and he basically, I think he used, like, the Islanders' picks, and he used Central Scouting's picks, and uh, Central Scouting was better than the team that they used. Today, I find, I, I feel that the, there's a much larger discrepancy between the draft list of, say, you know, in this Keith year- Gretzky in Edmonton and his counterpart in Name the Team. I think that one of them could have a guy like Boquist 5 and the other could have him 15. Well, that, no, that is a distinct possibility. In this year's draft, specific to this year's draft, I think that, any you know, from 5 on to 20, there's, there's wide variances. That's not always the case. Yeah. Let me ask you this. From your perspective, with the people that you talk to around town, hmm? 
Is there more confidence in Gretzky's ability to assess and work with Bob Green and make the picks than maybe in previous regimes here? Oh, I would think for sure, because Keith Gretzky has a positive history. We've seen what he picked in Boston. It's right there in the go to hockey DB and look it up, right? The guy knows how to draft. So who, you know, I'm all about, I'm not big on predictions because we make them all the time and some, you know, whatever, what are they worth? Not a whole lot. I'm far bigger on a guy being able to point to his resume and say, here's what I did. And Keith Gretzky can do that. So here's just for full disclosure, Gretzky was at the helm for the 2014 draft when Pete Shirelli was still a GM in Boston. Mm -hmm. He got David Pasternak 25th. Hmm. Now, did they think he was going to be that good? I, I don't know, but he's whatever. He's the per point per game. He's who the highest scoring. He's thought. marginally ahead of Drysaddle <laughs> in points per. Uh, he's a fabulous pick at twenty five. Okay, they got Ryan Donato in the second round. They got Dent, who you know is going to be a top nine player for Boston next year. They got Ryan Donato, or Donato in the second round. Dent Heinen in the third round. Anders Bjork in the yeah. fourth round. Like Bjork could nice step players. in. Those those guys are all top nine players in this league moving forward. Okay, right. in twenty fifteen. The Boston Bruins uh, scouting staff, they ended up with the three picks, the 13, the 14. Remember, they got the 13, 14, and 15. We were down in Florida at that draft. And uh, Lucic got traded to the Kings, and they got the 13 back. And then uh, Ham- or maybe, maybe it was Hamilton to the Flames, and, the, and they got the, whatever the case. The, the Lucic-Hamilton uh, two trades yielded them three picks in a row. The plan was not for them to make three straight picks, okay? Mm-hmm. They were trying to get up and to get into Noah Hannafin range. Keith Gretzky did not have, at that point, Peter Shirelli had been removed as general manager in Boston. Cam Neely had greater input, had seen Matt Barzell play. And my understanding is, now the orders weren't Barzell if they'd held the pick at 16. I don't believe Edmonton was taking Barzell either. But there was concerns that Barzell was a bit like a guy named Zach Hamill. Mm-hmm. that had played in Everett that was an eighth overall pick for Boston that did not pan out. Right. And so And teams get scared off. They make and, a bad pick along right. the way and they, they avoid that pick. So Gretzky so had one of the three picks at thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. Jake DeBrusque. Really? And you think that he had no input on the other two? I think he had marginal in, I think he was allowed to dig in and get the one pick. Okay. That that is my understanding of that situation. Mm-hmm. Because and at the first training camp that Jake went to, there were questions already because of their testing and how they did their testing. Oh, you know, here we go. Like, geez, this guy didn't crush it yet. And it was no. like, just relax here. We're talking about a, a kid, you know, an 18-year-old kid. And, and now Jake DeBrusque is looking like a pretty good pick. Oh, boy. But that 2014 pick was good. Uh, the Oilers pick last year, it's early. There were draft picks last year, Keith's, Keith and Bob's first draft together. Yep. It's early, so it's a little early to yeah, judge. You don't know. It's not even 12 months, you don't even. But Yamamoto and Skinner look like players. Yeah. Right? Skinner looks so like. So far, so good. Yamamoto so, looks like a, uh, a guy that will certainly thrive in the way the league's going. Absolutely. Now, we had people back in 2010, Spec, writing blogs about uh, the magnificent. They used to refer to Stu McGregor as the magnificent bastard. That was his term for the draft that he had in 2010 because a lot of guys were looking pretty good in that draft year during the course of the 10-11 season. We had a lot of people high on Stu McGregor. Mm -hmm. Now, today, people don't quite think the same way as Stu McGregor. As oh. as an NHL's uh, you know head scout. By the way, he's back scouting for the Dallas Stars, reassigned out of Kamloops. Right. So this is how things can change. Right, well, in our world? all we know about a draft is don't even talk to me for three years. 
you know, then we could begin to assess. Because we draft kids that are juniors, and generally speaking, they play two more years of junior or college. And, you know, the, the reason they're getting drafted is because they've already found a level of success in the, in the place they're playing. So talk to me when they get to the next level. You know, I want to see the kid play in Bakersfield. I want to see the kid move up to the next level. And, you know, it's like they always say in baseball, Bob, um, double A is the big, uh, it's the level, the big separator. Yep. Right? The guys that get to double A have a shot. There's hundreds of guys in pro ball that play rookie league, short season rookie league, A ball, you know, different A, there's a several A leagues all over the place. Lots of those guys. You get to double A, now you got a shot. And lots of guys don't make it to the big leagues. But it's just, it's the same with the draft. Talk to me in three years. I'll tell you how your draft went three years ago, but certainly not in 12 months. All right. So, again, uh, interesting stuff with Craig's, uh, Craig Button. And i got a lot of time for Craig. So do you. Oh, knows his sure. stu- Knows his he stuff. Knows his stuff. Oh, yeah. And the fact that he's moved uh, Kotkaniemi to five and heightened to seven. And I wonder how much of that has to do with the positional need. Drafting by position. Just draft the fence and center. Like, you can make an argument. You can do Yeah. Right? Just, just draft D and centers. And... Because you can always move a center to the wing, right? Can't you? Well, apparently. How did 93 look down the stretch? Playing yeah, the- no, that's for sure. And and you can't, you know, I, we all recall, uh, was it, who was the head coach? Was it Dallas Akins who said, I got one center yeah. when he was coaching the Oilers? And that was Nugent Hopkins. Right, and Nugent Hopkins, he had no centers. Now their Oilers are a team with lots of strength in the center looking for wingers. But it's an easier itch to scratch, there's no question. 1246 in Edmonton. When we come back, we're going to talk about... Um, Morals in games and in gamesmanship that occurred last night between Vegas and the Washington Capitals. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, let's get to my favorite weed, uh, read. My favorite weed? My favorite read. <laughs> I was obviously it's not legal thinking, yet, Bob. Well, well it's going to be over. for a couple of months. How about okay? this? I was uh, <laughs> sitting next to a couple uh, doctors on the plane coming back from uh, Toronto because uh, we were at the combine in Buffalo. So then. two doctors walk into a plane. Yeah. Right. And uh, and they both did Doctors Without Borders. So they were thoroughly altruistic and really yes. nice people and, you know, uh, accomplished a lot in life. All the things I hadn't done by the time yeah, I was right. in my mid-30s, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I did not know that the government passed a law to do assisted suicide. I didn't know that. I'm sitting there having a conversation. I, I, I guess I missed that. I must must have been Skip during school that day. Yeah, no trade deadline. Yeah, it was trade deadline. <laughs> That's what it was. It must happen during the playoffs. There we go. Uh, hey, if you're looking for a fun destination this year, take the kids to Disneyland. Uh, it's the happiest place on the earth for the kids. Fabulous, fun, great food, warm weather. 
uh, book now of New West Travel. You might have to explain to your kids that you can't do all the rides anymore because you might have had a couple conkeys along the way. Your Disneyland California package includes nonstop airfare, four-star hotel for seven nights, five-day attractions pass for reservations to Disneyland. Uh, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or book online at newwesttravel.com. You know, Mr. Spectre, um, how is it that mm-hmm. now they didn't have California screaming up when I went a couple weeks ago? Yes. Uh, but I did uh, like the what the one by is that the roller coaster? That's the roller coaster. Uh, but I did the uh, the, awesome. the one that's in in the dark, the, the roller coaster that's in the dark yeah. uh, down by Star Tours, whatever that one's called. Somebody will come up with it. Um, Magic I, Mountain or something. I, I, I have no problem with with that one, right? And Space Mountain, that's what it's Space called. Mountain, Space Mountain. No problem with Space yep. Mountain, but I can't go in the teacups. <laughs> How does that happen? Like, it's actually a good thing that they're not. You're not going the teacups. Some yeah. guy might take your picture. <laughs> you already got in trouble once, Beck. <laughs> in fact, if you're going to go in the teacups, have one of those flowery drinks in your hand and yeah. then go in the teacups. Uh, you know, Mark, you do that sort of thing, and <laughs> guy's going to take you outside the parking lot one day, and uh, it's not going to be a good conversation yeah, right. throughout. I thought I'd win the fight. The guy was drinking a pink drink with an umbrella in it, but he kicked my behind. <laughs> My dad, who's long since passed, Beck, gave me the best advice ever when I was 18. He goes, now that you're 18, you can go to the bar legally. Rule number one, you think you're tough, there's always somebody tougher. Always. <laughs> always. All right. Uh, uh, speaking of tough, how about that little reverse hit TJ Oshie put on? That was a hard play on, oh, on Colin Miller. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, speaking of not tough, how about that cross-check from behind by your boy, Braden McNabb, uh, TJ Oshie, with about three minutes left. Yeah, is that just making a count in a three-goal game? Is that what that is, yeah, sending a message? Just, you're getting beat. And TJ's, I'll tell you, TJ is a. I mean, he, he's a hell of a player. He's a good. He's a really a really effective come to play here. He's he a real. Hey, he's every he, shift. He's doing something. He used to own the Oilers about four or five years ago when he was in St. Louis, and yeah. he's not that big of a guy. Like he's, no, he's a, a thick, little guy. He's well, like, he's oh. he's not. He's average height, but he's thick. But he's, he's not. He's not strong. Tom Wilson, where he's running around at six foot four and no, slobber knocking. Five ten. Yeah. So uh, after awesome. after McNabb did that, so they ended up on a five on three power play. And first unit goes out and puts goal in. No right. problem with that. You got no problem. It's a Stanley Cup final, baby. We're not here to make any friends, right? What about if what this a- is November and I'm up? What was the score? Four two. Yeah, uh, it was. It was. I think it was five two at that time, and they put. They, was they, it? Yeah, I think it was five. Fifth goal on that power play. No, 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 no. I think they'd already. Brendan, anyway, whatever the. All right, is. so if that's hypothetical, five two lead in the regular season, they're running around, they're sticking your guys, they're cross checking your guys. So for the coaches out there listening to the show, and you can text us at six thirty six thirty on our Westlock forward text line. Five minutes left in the game, you're up by three goals. The other team are playing like idiots. Yeah. And you end up with a two-man power play. Do you put your top unit on the ice, or do you sit there and call off the dogs? No, particularly in the regular season, you probably don't. I think no. I, I'm going to say this, Bob. Uh, if if I get my five on three because your guys are running around and cross-checking my little guys, uh, no, no, no. I put my best guys out there and shove it, you know, right up your. your yeah. yeah. If I get a five on three because of a che- cheesy trip or something, and it's November and I'm already leading you five two, okay, I'm going to give my third fourth line guys a shot. But you know. It, it, it's not then. It's now. It's the Stanley Cup final. You want more goals. You want to assault a game away. You want to pound on Vegas. There is no being polite here. We're trying to win a cup, man. Yeah. It's no. Well, it's so interesting because Rob Dom uh, was a guy who had not uh, 
run up the score up 5-2. Now, and his teams tended to, I mean, their goal uh, for and against was the best uh, of anybody. This was at U of A. Yeah, he would not do that. And his theory was, part of the problem was everybody was sticked up in his league, and it just led to his high-end skill guys taking more cheap shots if they ended up doing it. Um, now, here's a second one for you. Would you call, so in 1993, remember when the uh, Canadians called the illegal stick on Marty McSorley? Yeah, I've they'd stuck in, the, someone had gone in the dressing room right. the night before, is how the story goes, to measure the stick so they knew they would be right. Is yes. that a BS way to win, by calling a legal stick on a player? Uh, no, not in the Stanley Cup final. You, the, the BS is playing with the illegal stick. Like, I don't... They all play there's with... There's time for etiquette. I right. get it. Like, right. I'm a sports guy, and I know how you don't punch a guy once he's gone down, and... You know, I played a lot of baseball and where the mercy rule was there. And once you're up by nine or seven, you don't steal anymore. I get all that stuff. But when you're in a Stanley Cup final, all that stuff goes out the window, man. No one remembers who had the better etiquette. They only remember who's wearing the ring. Um, oh, this text comes in. Never mind Disneyland, Bob. The happiest place on earth is your studio with Alkrick's caps up three games to one. That one comes to us uh, from... Uh, <laughs> James sent that one in. You can text us at 630-630. Uh, Bob, the two guys this summer that the Oilers should be targeting to improve the team's skill and speed, and I would assume it would be available for fairly cheap, would be Josh Hosang of the New York Islanders organization and Andreas Athens. A CU. Uh, do you think either of those guys fit the bill from Hank in St. Albert? Uh, Athanasiu can fly, and I mean fly, okay? Represented by Darren Ferris, uh, held out last year, didn't really have a great uh, situation going, but pretty good player. Hosang, there's some question marks about. I, I don't know. It's like Robbie Shrimp Light. Yeah, I don't know enough. Ton I, I'm skill. definite interest in Athens. See you. Ton of skill. TSN's Bob McKenzie's reporting that uh, Alex Petrovic of Florida is available. What do you think for Edmonton? He's number six defenseman. Yeah, he's a depth. He would be uh, who Eric Griba used to be. Yeah. Right? But a yeah. younger, better version. Yeah. So, you know, who's your number seven in Edmonton next year? Well, right now you don't have one unless it's Griba and I don't, or Keegan Lowe or Ryan Stanton. And I, I makes a better player than all those guys. You're right. I want I want Keegan and Stanton to be nine and ten in yeah, the Oilers organizational depth chart. Sure. Uh, this text comes in Topher out of Red Deer. Bob, if I was a coach and it's my call, I'm rubbing your nose in it, no matter what the score is. Uh, Adam says, "What BS? Uh, the illegal stick is a dumb rule." And the Haas says, uh, Vegas got what they deserved in the final five minutes. Uh, if Vegas didn't want the Caps to score, stop them. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing, Alberta Live Racing, Saturdays at Northlands Park. Randy Kilburn up next with a global news weather traffic update. More when we return on Oilers Now.